0: All right, well, it is, it is 7.14. This is hard. Um, I did per- peripheral vision problems. So you guys over here, if you need my attention, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, sounds it I mean, no, I can't see you at all. I can't see you at all right now. So I will try to move my head and stuff, uh, but just be aware that I may forget. So like, yeah. Uh, flip it up.
1: I'd No, switch it to the other eye.
0: Well, uh, yes, what's that the urban legend about pirates right they, they, yeah. they just switch it yeah. for depth per, uh, night vision and stuff yeah. um, Stark yes. that's true um, okay all right I vamped uh, all right Dina I, I know I, I'm starting um, all right welcome everybody this is our fourth uh, talking technophobia tonight we will be talking about uh, the 1954 Japanese horror film uh, Gojira or Godzilla for some of us ugly Americans um, I really like this movie I always thought that Godzilla movies were like silly and you know you might say they are but like I always thought they were silly you know they were you know just mindless destroying cities kind of stuff something Roland Emmerich might make but uh, I, I did like as I started to grow up you know my late teens my early adulthood I started um, I went back and I watched this, and I watched the original in black and white with subtitles like you guys all did. And yeah, it really like uh, resonated with me. It left an impact. And I, I hope we enjoy our discussion about it tonight. Uh, I've subtitled this Humans Are Weak Animals. This is the uh, hardest time I've had coming up with a, a subtitle for our class tonight. But uh, I'd like that to just you know try to keep that in your mind with this, because as much as this is a movie about A giant lizard from the ocean Um, this is a movie about people and how they respond to giant lizards from the ocean but also um, how they could cause it Uh, one of the things maybe we'll talk about is I don't think Godzilla is the bad guy in this movie Uh, but maybe you've got some theories on who is uh, some things from tonight, I have to really turn my head to see it. Some things from tonight, uh, I'd like to talk about technology. Obviously, uh, weapons I think are re- is a really interesting potential thing to talk about. But again, right, you could talk about the practical effects, uh, the man in the suit, anything, you, know, you could talk about, oh, they have a Geiger counter. You could talk about the merchandising that comes from these franchises. Uh, nature and the conflict with nature that this movie contemplates. Um, the changing landscape of Japan, and I mean that both literally and culturally. Um, This is a movie that comes out nine years after the end of World War II, so there's definitely effects of that war and how it ended and people's Mm, guilt that gets associated with it that's running through the movie on both sides. Um, and then, if you will entertain me, I'd like to talk about Dr. Frankenstein for a second and what this movie is saying about the idea of the mad scientist, because the mad scientist is definitely a topic that pops up in science fiction movies and I think really does embody like the fears of technology or the worry that culturally uh, people might have at the time. Hey. Um, so those are some of the things, and of course, right? feel free to bring in your own perspectives or questions. Um, depending on how we do with time, we might just open it up at the end for more general kind of things, things you think are cool or interesting. Uh, as I said before we started, I know this movie pretty well. Don't worry about the names. Do the best you can. Try not to be culturally insensitive. Uh, Yeah, because we're nobody's Japanese here right so like we don't have representative from that culture But try to be culturally sensitive do the best you can with the names But like there's no need to mock or you know make fun just because someone has a different name Uh, Yeah, and think about what this movie is trying to tell us this is me. Dina wanted me to tell you, you can, my book is free shipping on Amazon. If you're interested, um, you don't have to, though. Uh, I wrote a book in college. Uh, it's like it's not about technology or Godzilla at all. Um, but you know, uh, if you want to vote on how I get dressed next month, uh, my Instagram is definitely a, a way to do that. Um, Yeah, so you know who I am. Uh, I don't see any new faces, but I do see some returning faces. I'm happy that you guys are back. Uh, I'm really looking forward to our discussion tonight. So this is Godzilla. We have that nice poster there. I got it from Comic-Con. If you really want it, you could persuade me, Um, because I don't need it. Uh, I get paid in one bottle of Raisinets per, per film class. So the rest is just pure profit. All right, so Godzilla, uh, directed by Honda. Um, he, he's not the only writer on it, but I'm trying to save space on the slide. Originally comes out in November of 1954. Uh, I had said earlier uh, it's, it's not released here, this original version, in the, in the States until 2004. Um, yeah, and it's, it's I think a lot of people, I would venture a guess that a lot of people out there Aren't aware that there's a different version, you know, that if you watch the original with subtitles, um, but it is very different. There's an entire frame narrative about a, a reporter from the United States in the in the American version, and I would argue that they they cut out the point uh, of the movie, and I think that's also part of the course, uh, given uh, some like thematically what's going on with with Japan at the time. Uh, this was the biggest uh, budget for a Japanese film at the time. It's not technically the first kaiju movie, but it gets credited with it. Beast from 20,000 Leagues comes out before it by a year. Um, but it's inspired by movies like King Kong, which comes out 36 or so. I'm probably wrong with that. But like, there had been other giant monster movies before this. But this movie really popularizes giant monster movie, uh, what becomes called the, the subgenre of kaiju films. Uh, Pacific Rim right is a modern example the new Godzilla that just came out would be another example of that um, and again a lot of this comes from like Japanese mythology um, and stuff like that uh, however there is no really Godzilla in Japanese mythology uses a lot of miniatures man in a giant Godzilla costume when I first saw it as a kid I thought it was funny and I wondered why I was afraid to begin with because I was I like was wouldn't look at Godzilla as a kid um, And then I covered the other two points on the slide. Um, So I know we all watched the movie, so I'm not going to show you the whole movie, but I'm going to show you a sped up, I don't know, like two minutes highlight reel of this film set to music just to kind of put you in the right place. I really can't see what the screen says. Again, think about technology, think about what we're seeing. Godzilla was the only surviving member of his species, but if we continue conducting nuclear tests, it's possible yet another Godzilla might rise somewhere in the world again. I don't know how it got cut off, but somehow formatting and uploading this, uh, that one clip. And that's how they leave it open for the sequel, right? But if we keep doing this, uh... Might see another one. Okay, uh, you know the you know the routine. Um, so again, I have this theory, and maybe you guys are starting to be persuaded, right? But I really think film projects stuff about our culture, but also reflects it, right? It puts new ideas out there, but it also is a way to take the pulse on like the the cultural unconscious, right? Fears, hopes, dreams uh, run through it. Technology is increasing, becoming an ever, an ever important part of our lives, um, and with that becomes uh, the generation of weapons development and pushing the limits and finding new weapons. And as we advance in our weapons technology, there can be, um, there can be unforeseen consequences uh, upon us, upon society, upon the world. Things that, if we are not careful, we will we will not be able to fix or reverse. Um, and with this film specifically, right, my theory, my thesis is that this movie is is about nuclear weapons uh, culturally, right? And Godzilla is awakened by nuclear testing. Um, and at the time in 1954, for many reasons, this is a very, I see, very. Um, Important topic to the Japanese culture. Yes, sir.
1: Well, they actually—he actually wasn't awakened. What happened? They, they said that they made him, like he was just like a regular thing,
0: mm. and the
1: nuclear yeah, testing the made him.
0: Somebody, somebody argue against that, so I don't have well, to. Well, no,
1: that's what they said in the movie. I
0: don't know. I watched the movie. Um, yeah, the the movie. No, I thought, man. I thought
1: he said he was living. In, yeah. Uh, the we'll watch it. We'll Iraq
0: watch a clip in a little bit.
2: that was raid, you know, from that. Jurassic Mm -hmm. period and that's where that trilobite or Mm -hmm. they called it a trivite or something.
0: Right um, and they're like we need to study it we need to figure out how he survived this long because basically they say he's a dinosaur that's been sleeping for millions of years and nuclear testing has awakened him. What you're thinking of is 1998 Godzilla where he's an iguana and you see the nuclear bomb go off in the beginning of the movie and it mutates and makes him grow but Anyone either, you know help them out or help me out uh, It's awakened. What do you guys think?
3: I love the 99. I love the 98 gods. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie.
0: Okay. I I don't think less of you for saying that Um,
3: (laughs) um, I Mean, I think because mostly because I think that a lot of the spirit of what they were talking about Mm -hmm. here exists in Zilla, which is what they call that character mm-hmm. in Japan he's not Godzilla he's Zilla right yeah and um so i mean that resonated with me um, for a long time as a kid and that got me interested in the kaiju movies mm-hmm. and the toho verse and all that stuff and so as much as you know he gets hated on yeah i i, I love matthew broderick's <laughs> little rendition of Digging for worms in the beginning of that movie. Yeah, Nobody can pronounce cool. like, his name. I, I, I dug for worms. Yeah. Like, there were a lot of like there were a lot of things that I mean that were relative to the American geek mm-hmm. that maybe the Japanese geek didn't get, yeah. and vice versa like it was kind of like a kind of weird turn on its head in that. Like if you grew up in the 90s, mm-hmm. you know, late 80s, early 90s in America, a lot of that resonated with you as far as genetics, mm-hmm. you know, radioactive. and I was just gonna say, um, it, this kinda hammered it home, where like each each time we met, we've mm-hmm. sort of spoken about a different vein of technology and how uh, it goes wrong, so There's a method is, to the madness, yeah, go ahead. So this one is, you know, um, radiation, and mm-hmm. nuclear power, and it was supposed to be our, us coming off of the teat of fossil fuels, mm-hmm. and we, did not come off the tee to fossil fuels, and you know before we were talking about Star Wars and how space exploration and yeah. that could just n- lead to a neo neo colonialism, mm-hmm. um, the Matrix and what was the internet and you know vo- VR and ultimate mm-hmm. reality ultimately going to become for us and Jurassic World and Jurassic Park and all of those things and you know mm-hmm. on, and on and on so
0: no yeah and um and a lot I like. I like Roland Emmerich's movies. Uh, Even 2012, which was messy, Um, we, we can talk more about him later if you want. But in a lot of ways, the 98 Godzilla is totally influenced by the Jurassic Park films. Uh, and in a lot of ways that second Jurassic Park movie was very influenced by Godzilla, right? Where he gets to San Diego and he's chasing them in the end of that movie. Um, we'll watch the clip uh, where, the, where the scientist is explaining or talking to them about nature and where Godzilla came from and maybe I am mistaken. It's totally possible. It happens every once in a while. Um, but even if, right, uh, the nuclear radiation mutated a lizard and made him giant, I think the same still holds true, right? About the unforeseen effects of nuclear weapons, right? whether it's a response from nature or a monster we're creating, like Dr. Frankenstein does. Yes?
4: Uh, I was just, just going to say, I don't think it matters for the yeah. I think the 98 update for the mutation part, yeah. just to modernize it a little. Mm-hmm. But it, it doesn't affect the outcome, which is that uh, whoever launched nuclear weapons the first time was a bad guy.
0: That was the United States. That was States. Much the point of the movie. That was the United States. And I am a red-blooded American like the rest of us, but uh, it was the United States that did it first, right? Yeah.
4: Or even more so, like, the scientists. I mean, mm. it wasn't really attacking the United States for years yeah grew up because of war. The movie almost directly attacks, I, I don't even know how much yeah. they knew about this, but Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the whole entire point of this movie was that yeah. Oppenheimer was a bad guy.
5: Yeah, I've become death, the destroyer Scientist of worlds. Yeah, those guy. words did not help him at all.
0: Yeah. In, yeah. His yeah, case I mean, whatever. I okay. got to think he wasn't bragging when he said that, but yeah, it's, uh, it's got some undertones there that Oppenheimer. like held true. He um, no,
4: he said lots of famous
0: things. Yeah, but I've become death, the destroyer <laughs> of yeah. worlds. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's what you're talking he about? Quoted the Hindu scripture in an mm-hmm. interview. My dad, who's about as old as Godzilla, he was born the same year, yeah, no kidding.
0: 200 million years no, no. ago. I mean like, <laughs> the movie. in... He must movie have time. a great pension. Yeah, no, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so your dad, your dad uh, was born in 1954? Yes, yeah. yeah, so Okay. My dad was born in 1954.
5: He always said that uh, Oppenheimer was a little bit crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, the idea of the mad scientist is one of those technophobic ele- elements where... Oppenheimer was a bad guy, right? Scientists are are a little crazy and they're not thinking clearly. Um, and my my last couple slides are I want to talk about Dr. Frankenstein and I want to talk about Dr. Sirizawa, who, you know, I'm I'm emulating his likeness at the moment. Because I really think in a lot of ways, uh, Dr. Sirizawa is Japan's response to Dr. Frankenstein, to Oppenheimer, to, to a lot of the criticism of what scientists could be or were at the time. Um, all right, so without further ado, let's see Tokyo get destroyed. Uh, think about technology, because that's what we're leading into. Um, there's a lot of examples of technology in this scene, um, but there's some other stuff, right? And like I said, if you want to talk about any of the effects, uh, the practicality, that's that falls under technology as well. I also love the score of mm. this movie.
5: Akira Fukubina, disappointed on these.
0: No, because like, I, uh, I was like, oh man, I could, uh, I wanted to keep going because there's a scene like right after this with the mother and her two children as everything's falling oh, apart, and she goes, yeah. "Don't worry, we're going to be with your dad soon." Um, and I was like, oh, I should really leave that in too. And I was like, well, this, this point is we're going to we just watch the whole movie. Um, so that is uh, often par- parodied. Uh, it shows up in Lost World Jurassic Park where in San Diego, um, the, the running from Godzilla um and i think it's a really good scene to highlight a lot of the technology specifically weaponry right but there's a lot of other things there um so i'm going to ask you like what you think and what you want to talk about but i see a hand yes sir
1: um, so in the like kind of attack scene, yeah. when he was coming up on the uh, electrical wire,
0: uh-huh.
1: Well, so there was this like there was a couple of flashes to these like two guys with this kind of gun that was like, a little bit cylindrical. Mm-hmm. Um, that was an actual gun that was used in World War Two, mm-hmm. so it made it felt a little it and it was used by the Japanese, so it it kind of like for the time it was a little bit like more realistic mm-hmm. of a, like of a movie because you had to actually like if they used the props that were the real guns it made it feel a lot more like it could actually happen Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: and in in a lot of ways they're like uh, a lot of people had problems with like the end of the superman man Mm -hmm. of steel movie or the beginning of batman versus superman uh, especially New Yorkers because it was like triggering in terms of like 9-11, but I love right? No, 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 and I mean like, it, like some people it's great, you know, it's buildings falling down and other people it's like it's, I'm watching something that I live through and it's bothering me. Uh, this, this movie has a lot of that as well and it has to do with the realism, it has to do with these were things that people in that country at that time may or may not have seen or lived through here, and then we'll go there,
6: yeah. Um, I think what's very interesting, especially the question what yeah. the example shows about technology and our relationship with it, is that I think people tend to, instead of doing research and understanding what they're getting themselves into, whether he was created or awakened or yeah. whatever, people tend to abuse technology and power. And so you create something like that, and then they try to undo their mistake by trying to kill it, but they realize that it's too big for them. They mm-hmm. can't come back from that. So I think that's it, especially with them firing. Mm-hmm. Like, Did they really think that was gonna take them down? I don't like.
0: Um, a, and, a open, and you yeah, see, yeah,
6: and I don't think that was gonna happen. But I think right. I think people don't understand the power of what they're playing with.
0: Yeah, no, that's a great idea to bring up. You see, uh, over reliance or an over like everything's okay. We got this. Technology will will help us. We are strong enough, we have enough weapons in many monster movie, giant monster movie, many disaster films. Uh, Greg? What, and then we'll go here. two things. Yeah. Well,
4: the one thing is, I thought the scene helped set up the fact that, to kind of parallel to World War II, okay. the United States tried to capture Japan but couldn't using conventional weapons. Yeah. They eventually used a nuclear weapon yeah. to get the surrender. That's a good idea. So here, the nuclear weapons walking on the shore, and they're using conventional weapons, and they're going to fail. So ultimately yeah. what they have to do is create a superweapon because that's the only thing that's going to work,
0: Yeah, except they use it differently. Yeah, it's a giant nuclear power that's uh, attacking them.
4: But what also is interesting is all the weapons they're using are, are American weapons. Yeah, uh-huh. so It was really strange. Yes. But everything, every weapon they're firing at are American howitzers, American jets, yes. American jets, American machine guns. Yeah. And I thought it was fascinating. Well, like, and nine the, nine years them, later, the props they're allowed to use aren't mm-hmm. were, allowed to be were,
0: Japanese
3: like, World weapons. War 1 right. That close. Were, no, and there's they were, a... There's there's two. They were World War I weapons. Yeah. One of them, too. They were older. Yeah. Like well, post World War II, one of the World
0: stipulations uh, with the United Nations, like Japan cannot have an army, yeah. right? Right. So this has to be national defense, right? It's not a military. It's that's not. So maybe and it's all American. hmm Yeah. Well, economically, there's been there's yeah, been some exchange. Yeah. That's all they were
4: allowed to happen, really. yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Did you so have so a question, or so so you, you want to share something? No, I'm good. Okay. okay so yeah, we're yeah, gonna go here, and then we're gonna go here. So this was my first time watching this. Oh, okay.
7: And listen, I'm I loved it. Sure. I, I enjoyed it. That's great. I'm talk. I want to talk about like the what we're seeing as effects wise. Sure, right? let's so do it. I'm going to piggyback off of you what you said a little while ago. The, I love the score, man. When mm-hmm. I was, when it came on, I was like okay. And usually, what gets me into a film is like a score, mm-hmm. a strong score. Um, but just watching it, you gotta respect it, man. You gotta re- like watching this today for someone for an average moviegoer today. You watch this and you're like, oh my god, this is cheesy and corny. You yeah. can see everything. But if you, if you think about like you, you have to think about how much work actually <laughs> went into and, probably and filming of release. Mm-hmm. one scene. Yeah, like one scene. Yeah, we
0: think about Star Wars and its miniatures, right? Yeah. And like change yeah. the game, but yeah. right, like and, this, like it's really impressive, like the degree of miniature work that they yeah, have going the on there. Part. And everything is
7: noticeable. I mean, yeah, you, you, it's definitely <laughs> miniature. The car, yeah, yeah <laughs> the car and yeah. the guy in the costume. But I mean you I respect that battle scene so much because it 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 uh it makes you appreciate you know what mm-hmm. they had to do to create some type of effect yeah. to tell the story and I thought it was well executed just yeah. talking on a special effects
0: No scene. that's great and we stand on the shoulders of giants in a lot of ways and like what co- looks corny and silly to us now right. at the time was groundbreaking people like, had a level of realism people had never experienced before um, and it is important to, like, appreciate that because all of the good-looking movies we have now wouldn't be possible without things like this that we're seeing here. So we go here, then we're going to go here, then we're going to go there.
3: Um, I'm going t- to uh, go back to the question. Yeah, go ahead. Do This example show us about technology and our um, relationship with it. Um, I was thinking of how our experiences with, with technology are relative. Okay. Um, in the sense that, like, if you're... Like Japanese, you know, and you're facing Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Like sure, it's an animal technically,
5: right right? but
3: it breathes nuclear fire. Yeah, it might as well be a dragon. It might as well be mm. magic. It might as well be something that you have no idea. like like the Japanese were probably like I could imagine being Japanese during World War II and going. Yo, we're smacking the Americans, yeah. we're crushing them, mm-hmm. we're beating them in, on the ocean, we're beating them in the air, they're not touching our mainland, mm-hmm. like, we hit them first, like da-da-da-da, all of this, like, right. you're just, you're like, yes, let's do this. And then,
8: mm-hmm. boom! Yeah, yeah. Boom! Yeah.
3: <laughs> what is this? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. This,
3: is this, this is not fair.
0: No, and Japan has had a complicated uh, relationship with with nuclear material since World War II, right? And it's still ongoing. Um,
3: Especially since Fukushima.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's what like uh, power plants melting down. Like it's 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 an ongoing real concern.
3: And watching that sequence, yeah. that's all I thought of. It's just like, okay, we've got. We 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 knew we know this thing's coming. Uh-huh. We amassed everyone. Yeah. We've got all our guns. We've yeah. got all our bombs. We've got everybody, and it's bouncing off. Yeah. It's just okay. We set a trap. Like do we we're gonna throw the switch, and he's just like, no,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> that's enough. No, you're absolutely and
3: right. It's just like that's like you know at some point technology becomes so advanced that if you don't get it, it is magic. They mm-hmm. did not know yeah. what to do. There is no.
0: I the like that. Behind the they throw everything they've, they've got at it. There's the, like it's the fence, right? It's the big guns, it's the machine guns, it's the electricity, right? And yeah, like we're saying, it bounces off. To You're segue for a, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, shrugs it off, uh, melts it. But uh, to segue to dragons for a second, what I find really interesting about dragons are they show up in cultures that had no contact with each other. So I wonder like did people find dinosaur bones or something like that interests me. We don't have to talk about that I just want you to think about dragons (laughs) in your free time My dad thinks aliens built the pyramids, but that's another class as well
1: (laughs) Yes, see there's also the it's pretty much the entire argument of like the Aztecs and Spaniards Mm -hmm. Where they brought everything they have the (laughs) gunpowder rifles they have Mm -hmm. everything they have the cool jewelry. Oh yeah, we'll give you our stuff because we don't know what this is. Mm. And the entire thing is that they don't know what it is and they don't know how to fight it. Mm-hmm. And if they try to, they get absolutely demolished. Yeah. So what are they going to do?
0: No, that's that's really good. Uh, in in a lot of UFO movies, uh, to to mention like War of the Worlds, like the original, or you could use the Tom Cruise one if you want to. I just think the. The message gets a little muddied as it gets updated, but in the original, right, like it's the fear of the other, it's the fear of the outsider, it's someone coming in with better technology than you've got. Mm-hmm. You know that you can't stop. Yeah, and it's something we saw through history culturally. It's just, just
5: germs and st- Yeah. Yeah, but then you could just sneeze on one of them and they'll just instantly collapse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. That's right. Well, in more of the world's it was the it was the higher power that that saves everybody. Well, it's yeah, literally a day of sex machina. That's the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a great example. Of it. It's like oh, God put the germs here to kill the aliens. Good job. Um, we were all praying for a miracle. Yeah, it's it's better than what they're allergic to water, like in Signs. Oh yeah. But uh, listen, yeah. I promise that aliens is a whole nother topic that we we all have a lot to say about that. Maybe we'll talk about very soon. Um, can we Can do, do Alien? Can we do because Predator? No. Can oh, yeah. we do Alien versus
5: Predator? Uh, <laughs> uh, that, the original oh, on. one was kind <laughs> of
0: garbage. Uh, how about we get to the end, I'll yeah, show sorry. you my choice. If you hate it, you could persuade me to do a different one. Because uh, I haven't done anything for you yet. Nothing's made yet. It's just ideas. Not a problem. So I'll share it with you when we get to the end. We will, if we decide as a group that we think that's better for July 12th, uh, then yeah, okay, uh, I'll go that way because we are uh, we're, it's not me riding this boat. It's we're in it together Did you know
3: Chernobyl was coming and and that's why you planned this I, I just didn't have to ask.
0: like no I didn't okay I also didn't know that Godzilla was being released like okay, that new yeah. movie. I also didn't know it was the 20th anniversary of The Matrix that same month we were doing The Matrix. It's just like, you're it's very coincidental. <laughs> it's why I think like there's some good cultural unconsciousness flowing through this thing. Cultural uh, unconsciousness. Yeah, the cultural That's unconsciousness exactly is you how you have is. the same yeah. idea. Exactly. You're like, oh man, what would be good would be the alarm clock pillow, you know? It's like really a Bluetooth cold. speaker thing that wakes you up. When you lift your head off it, it'll stop. But when you put your head back down, it starts again. And you're like, oh, that exists already. You're like, damn, somebody had that well, idea. Actually, cultural unconscious ideas are out there. Well,
1: there are some people who yeah. they have, like, Can completely out-of-the-box ideas. Yeah. Like, just, like, I had a friend who thought of this thing, where we were like, it's a spring-loaded bed. Mm-hmm. When the timer goes off, it launches you out of the bed, down the stairs. <laughs>
0: they would have to test, test that. that.
1: It, it breaks your neck, but at the same time, at least you're out of bed.
0: So the way I'm going to tie this back into Godzilla is, right, these are all inventions, right? These are all inventions. Um, anything else technology-wise? Yeah, Stefan, I'm sorry.
9: Well, I would just say, I was kind um, Picking up, backing off of a couple of things, but this watching it when you sent the file and stuff was my first time actually watching the original, mm-hmm. and I've only seen like pieces of like sequels and all of the parody stuff, and I just always saw it as too silly, mm-hmm. and like watching it now and like um, Gary was saying with the the score and the like those few scenes like you said you cut off just before like the woman and her kids yeah and then afterwards they have that scene where just like in the I don't know the infirmary type thing Mm -hmm. and it's just like it lingers for like that extra beat to just really feel even more like of that impact and the emotion for it and it just like it was way better than I had expected it to be yeah despite all of that you know the cheesy kind of effects and stuff like that and I feel like with the score, with those scenes like that um, you kind of see certain scenes like this and it, it makes it work better, more believable like obviously when they get that really close up of his face uh-huh. it's just like alright wait go back to the wide shot <laughs> <chat." laughs> but um and I feel like that could sl- somewhat play into the the technology aspect of, uh-huh. weird, of, of movie making and stuff like that it's like you have this like super cheesy effect kind of thing, but with the right score, with the right emotion behind certain things, you can suspend that you know, disbelief for a little bit to understand what the actual point is. And
0: yeah. Yeah. And I, w- and I want us to think about that point. Um, any other thoughts about technology? Because I'm trying to be conscious of time. So is that a hand or no okay it's just hard with the eye patch thank you uh, uh so we've kind of already touched upon this, but uh which is what what's what here? what are we saying the, the left, left, is, is, the left is real the is right, real. right is not yeah is
8: not
0: oh. Uh, 45, 54. Hiroshima, Tokyo from the movie. Mm-hmm. right? And there are, there are pretty clear parallels. Yes, a destroyed city looks like any destroyed city, but no, this I is a country that
8: yeah. had
0: a city destroyed. Years. Uh, a city and a village, not two cities. But yeah, um, they lived through it, you know? And there was some other stuff that happened much closer to this film's release. They got that done within a decade, that's also kind of
3: incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to think about, like, what? Yeah, Yeah. no, but still. Actually, Tokyo was worse. Yeah. Yeah, well.
4: Hiroshima. Yes.
1: There's also, like, they must have, like, the people who made this movie, they must have been, like, the tiniest bit scared that, like, I mean, like, at least one person would have been, like, I mean, what if the Americans get pissed?
8: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like,
1: I mean, they still have this... Thing that they used on us. Like, if they get mad again, what's gonna stop them from just dropping it again?
0: And they say that in the movie. Um, They say in not so many words, right? But they say uh, political uh, relationships are tense enough already, right? And they're definitely talking about uh, it's the role Japan played in World War II and being on the losing side and uh, the sanctions that the United States like has imposed upon them. Um, and the United States in a lot of ways was controlling the Pacific post-World War two uh, mm-hmm. Playing in Japan's backyard Yes,
2: um, but don't forget also this was the 50s. Yeah, and the United States had some real concerns about communism Yeah, so Japan was kind of a partner in stemming mm-hmm. the tide if you will of Communism so
0: that's true. Yeah, or they
2: wouldn't have spent the time that they did Rebuilding the country.
0: Yeah, no, you're right there's definitely an effort to remodernize, right? There's an yeah. effort in, in Japanese culture at this time mm-hmm. to kind of forget about tradition and focus on that Western Westernization. Now again, pre-World mm-hmm. World War II, like Japan this. Westernized very quickly. Yeah. 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 Uh, yes, and then yes. Sorry. Uh, oh, no, it's yeah. first. Yeah, second. <laughs> I guess so.
6: but, like what you just said, that's actually in the movie itself, and I thought that was the most poignant thing, was at, near the very beginning when Godzilla is awoken, it's like, oh, we've forgotten our tradition. And mm. this, this thing is real, and no one was right. believing. And you're just like, no, the old guy knew about it. And right. he's just like, no, you're trying to monitor. You're forgetting about it. But like, this is a part of who we are.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so no, that's, that's really good. good. I like that. Thank you.
6: <laughs> yeah.
10: Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and the other point is, uh, for '54, I think they might still have been doing uh, open-air atomic tests in the Pacific.
0: Uh, where SpongeBob SquarePants comes from, uh, right? Is the theory? They might have, yes. Uh, so well, because
10: the Bikini Atoll.
0: Right. Yeah. The Bikini yeah. Atoll um, is something I, I will I'll show you, or I'll, I'll steer us towards in a little bit, but that happened six months before this movie's release. The Lucky Dragon incident. Um, we're looking at August versus November, so maybe less less than six months at that point. No um, about six months. Yeah. So like the film had started its production. Um, I think they were making a creature from 20,000 leagues film twenty thousand fathoms. Fathoms, Thank you sir Um, and yeah because it's a big difference in measurement it's like metric Uh, and standard yeah Um, but I think Bikini Atoll what what was going on there uh, with the atomic testing definitely influenced or maybe added a layer to this film that was I think intentional definitely. No wait
2: three months. Yeah. August to November. August
0: to November. And I may have the date wrong. It might not be August. I may be thinking about when the bomb. I don't know. Let's not worry about dates right now. I'll get confused. Yes? Okay. Does anybody know the dates? All right. I have them written down later.
5: August 11th, I believe. He
0: might be right. It was
1: August 9th and 11th
0: what was oh the bombings yes
5: yes Yes.
0: so maybe then it's march maybe the 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 lucky dragon and the the bikini testings were in march of 54 and maybe august was then when in 45 when the bombs were dropped okay yeah that sounds that sounds right because three months is too late into production even for even for a movie that when we look at now right like and we're like oh well you know this doesn't seem like it would have taken too long
2: no, it would have
0: taken a while. Yeah, yeah. Let's just yeah. think about how long yeah, it took to build the miniatures. Okay, I went the wrong and way. And destroyed destroy them also. Um, sure. So sure. Let's, um, let's think about where Godzilla came from, and let's watch a scene and think about nature and talk about what, what the conflict with nature is. Uh, because when we talked about Jurassic Park, one of the things we talked about was the storm, right? And how the storm symbolically could be uh nature responding to the abomination of bringing dom- dinosaurs back right so let's watch this let's hear from the experts about what they think in terms of this creature i like that shot very good shot very
11: good
0: if
11: you're right, I'll give you the stuff at あれゴジラも部落はい。これも第それ、トロンチウム 90 <笑>つまり 北本所からしてモジラも東東量の水爆放射性隕石を運ん 真夜中、<笑> <どうぞ。笑> <お前。笑> いい
0: I think,
8: Godzilla
0: headquarters. yeah you need it if you got a Godzilla running around you need <laughs> you need, need anti Godzilla force um, yeah I know that's a really good point to bring up about uh, the women the women being the characters who are like the truth is the truth we need to share the truth think
3: of the children
0: yeah think of the children way
2: they wouldn't have done that
0: right yeah no
2: way that they would have gone against a man mm-hmm. and after, especially in that particular time frame.
0: Right, and and like it's and like he be quiet, you know. Um, The way he shuts her down, like I think, is more indicative of like what would have really happened more than the women having that voice in that forum. Um, But it does, uh, it does kind of allude to like modernizing, right? Becoming more Western, right? Like the women are taking a part of the discussion, right? Are, Are are being treated more as equals, even if not really, you know.
2: Which is funny because even in the 60s in the United States, women weren't treated right. As
0: I mean, you could argue still today. You know, like that's going on. Um, yes. No.
4: I just noticed something in that scene which I didn't really I okay. When I was watching the movie, but you said the bikini atoll tests yeah. were right before this yeah. incident, but they mentioned something. That I just noticed it when I was reading the subtitles. Mm-hmm. He said hydrogen bomb testing. The hydrogen bombs weren't what was dropped on Hiroshima. No. those are atomic bombs. Yeah, and, then they and back it wasn't Republic. until 1952 mm-hmm. that they started testing hydrogen bombs. And I didn't realize that maybe what they were talking about was like, I can't believe they dropped atomic bombs on us. Yeah. But now they've upped it to hydrogen bombs, yeah. and that is what started this because yeah. it came out two years before. Mm-hmm. This no, you're right. Which um, is like. like Ten times bigger than right the atomic step.
0: bombs. Mm-hmm. And Bikini Atoll were, was the first uh, above-ground and underwater testing of hydrogen bombs, I believe. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. I um,
4: noticed that when I was watching. I just thought it was all
0: atomic bombs. Yeah, like it's in. It's you almost like if you're not paying attention, to it, it almost seems interchangeable, right? We were they're synonyms almost, but they're not. You know, hydrogen is and much more powerful. The
4: subtitles because they kept going back and forth. But When yeah. he said hydrogen testing, the scientists, and then they were like atomic weapons, and then he was like. Hydrogen weapons, Hydrogen. and they're different—a mm-hmm. lot different.
0: Mm-hmm. No, that's a really good point. Uh, any other thoughts before I, I talk about these things? on and um, okay. Okay. Um, uh, again, right? Uh, in monster movies, especially giant monster destroys the city movies. Uh, before they swing towards camp and parody, right, these movies are, are trying to really deliver some kind of social message. Um, it was beauty that killed the beast right in the end of King Kong. Um, uh, beast from a Thousand Fathoms, like we spoke about briefly. Uh, so King Kong comes out much earlier, about less than 10 years, but almost, uh, Beast is uh, a year before Godzilla, and you can um, see the parallels just by looking at the poster. It has a name. It's called the Radosaurus. Is that what it's called in the movie? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, very nice. Um, mm-hmm. Looks like Zilla. It, it kind of does. It's got more of that like boxy, rectangular kind of head. But not the Jay Leno chin. Not <laughs> Leno yeah, chin. Actually, you're right. It
2: kind of looks like the creature from Alien.
0: Yeah. Bit. Yeah, and the tail. And. Yeah. So it looks
1: like a xenomorph. But I like could see like it. Snake things.
0: Yeah, and it's you know it's it it's this uh, mishmash of animals that we're familiar with presented in an unfamiliar way, um, and uh, that's there's something scary about that. Yes. I remember what was what it? What was it?
1: Um, he was right because it said it survived by eating the creatures from underneath, so therefore that meant it was awake. And what
0: yeah but that's what I said that's not what he said,
8: no, he said oh, okay that. all right listen listen listen
0: it's fine it's fine um, <laughs> <coughs> the original argument was that the radiation mutated something and created Godzilla versus Godzilla was pre-existing and woken up yeah one of the things they say in it was um, it absorbed this amount of radiation and survived right and that is something that we need to study that is something we need to understand um, and that is an idea that gets shot down repeatedly through this movie, right? Nobody wants to study it except for the one character who we watched make the speech. Um, and he is saddened by Godzilla's ultimate destruction because it's this animal, this creature, a missing link, as they describe it, um, that we destroy, right? Instead of conservation and studying it and figure and learning from it. Learning from nature versus destroying nature um what was my question oh all right let's talk about nature um <laughs> so what do you think uh, uh this is saying in terms of nature is this similar to the storm from jurassic park is this nature's response yeah go ahead
9: hey um when you were just saying that it kind of reminded me of actually in the second jurassic park in lost world yeah uh, where uh it was vince vaughn is like oh this animal comes back after 65 million years and you want to Hey, you want to kill it? Yeah, <laughs> it's like kind of that same reaction with
0: yeah. this one science. It's just like, no, we need to study this. Um, yeah, no, we fear the the strange, the different, the new, or the really old. Um, and yeah, the, our maybe natural instinct as humans is to is to kill things that are different or new. No. no. Yes.
10: And, but you have to remember that anytime you have a scientist yeah. that notices a. <clears throat> tendency for a creature uh-huh. to survive radiation the thing is wait a second how ne- did they do that how did they do that next time maybe we can survive the, yeah. the nuclear attack from the United States mm-hmm. oh my uh, which is of course politically charged and yes shut that down shut that idea yeah. Down, yeah, down quickly
0: and yeah uh, and here's the funding to do the work anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> no no that's good I'm glad you bring that up because there's that that, that undertone there definitely yeah, go ahead.
1: There's also the entire thing where it's like, it's a big threat. Mm-hmm. And humans, when they f- have a threat, they usually want to eliminate the threat no matter what. I mm-hmm. mean, if you go through history, it's literally woolly mammoth. If it is a threat to you, even if it doesn't attack you, if it doesn't do anything, humans are still naturally inclined mm-hmm. to establish dominance. Sure, yeah. Even if they're not basely dominant.
0: Yeah, yeah, think about big game hunting, right? That's not hunting for survival, that's hunting for fun, to say, I killed this thing that's bigger than me. Think
10: about
0: the American bison. The American bison. There you go. The winged buffalo. Yeah, let's just shoot him from the train. Great idea. Yeah, no, and the, the, the rate at which the bison disappeared, you know, is very telling in terms of, like, how humans interact with nature. Go ahead.
9: Uh, one thing that's also interesting is that we were talking about before just this um, unstoppable force that you know parallels you know America and bomb and um, if they were to kind of like take this you know doctor's side scientist side uh-huh. to kind of understand it then they can like you said just kind of be able to prevent it from happening again to you know uh, do all those things but it, instead they choose this other option which is kind of pointless of just like shooting it and doing nothing yeah um it just it's but at the same time it's one of those questions where you're just going to have this whole philosophy and just like well if you do follow his thing and you do study it, it's like at what point is the next person going to say well now i want to use that against somebody else yeah and that's leading yeah. to the other doctor
0: mm-hmm. no and you're right and one person's tool is another person's weapon, right? Technology isn't good or bad, it's how it's used, right? So really it's ultimately about us and how we utilize these tools.
10: Yes, all, all I want to do is study the, the back ridges because yeah. they look like they're, they're, they're radiation gatherers yeah. and, and allows him to use his breath weapon. And, and I think I might have handled the energy crisis. Yeah. Oh, what a great idea.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> And there's, there's no desire to study it. It's a threat. It's destroying the city. It's got to be killed. We want to figure that out. I'm blaming big oil. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not electricity because they show you electricity is an inferior energy source. Godzilla just rips right through those pylons. Go ahead. Well,
1: there's also the entire thing where they, it was the mad scientists. Uh-huh. They could be like, <laughs> Well, you know what? I want to study it because there's this thing on its stomach Uh that allowed it to survive radiation. And then, like, suddenly you have that one dude who went to college and he wanted to study this thing. Uh And then eventually he gets this sort of, I don't know, he gets this idea that this thing might actually be good and then weaponizes it. Uh And then, like I mean, that's the entire thing with uh, Jurassic World. Uh There was that guy who tried to turn the raptors into military units. Mm -hmm. Like they're gonna try to use it as a weapon, and using it as a weapon is such a bad idea because it's a living thing. Mm -hmm. So it's gonna. It's eventually. Like I mean, there. You like you've heard of people going rogue in the army. Mm
0: -hmm. Now
1: think of how many times that happens. (laughs) But it's an animal that doesn't want to be there.
0: And there's a lot of hubris, you know, like no, 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 we got this. We can control it. We're we're man. We're superior. You know, we can we can train the dinosaurs. D- man's new best friend, the Velociraptor. Um, yeah, you know, and it really does speak towards our hubris, and I think like the hubris and the overreaching is definitely a part uh, of the, the mad scientist's like fears that uh, we see pop up in movies like this. Uh, anything else? Nature. Yeah. Nature. Um, yeah. That I was literally about to say the same thing. Really?
7: Go ahead. It kind of shows man's ignorance to nature. Yeah. We don't think about how what we do may affect everything outside of us. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a whole other situ- there's all the world eco- like out of us that we don't think about when we do these tests. Mm-hmm. Would we, we drop bombs or anything like that? We don't think about how it may affect anything else. So I think it's also Manzig, uh, there's arrogance mm-hmm. to a certain situation, and um, how we try to now put a Band-Aid over, eh, mm-hmm. probably happened because we did this, yep. and now how can we fix it to make it look like it's really not our fault, but how can we kind of make this look, how can we make this right, yeah. somehow, so.
0: And uh, to some extent, right, like, uh... That kind of personal responsibility, that you unleash this power on the world, you, this destruction, right? you now have the responsibility to try to fix it. Um, and that's something that Dr. Frankenstein like, kind of like shrugs off in the original Frankenstein film. He goes and gets married. Um, and like, he's like, oh, well, I tried to teach him once. He freaked out. Uh, all right, I guess euthanize him. I'm going to go. No, no, yet. He didn't kill the little girl yet. He killed Fritz. Um, oh, by that yeah. point, and then Dr. Frankenstein abandons his child, um, and then that child comes and haunts him. You know, the sins of the father are revisited upon him. Uh, but let me not talk too much about Dr. Frankenstein yet. Uh, anything else? Nature. What is it? It's not Frankenstein. Uh-huh. I mean, it could be. Uh, whatever we could talk about it. It <laughs> <laughs> could be. You're right. It could be. I was. We'll I, you know. cross that bridge when we get. I'm there. a big fan right. of The Shining, but I don't know. Uh. I think we would have to not talk about technology for The Shining, although we could, because you know technology like it's the isolation. The, the, the radio gets destroyed. Whatever. It's a different class. You're right. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's talk about anti-Americans since we're kind of circling that drain a little bit. Uh, I don't remember what this clip is, so let's all be surprised. Uh, Ah, it's the beginning of the movie.
11: 山海機船所属 7500トンは 8月 13日 19時 5分 北緯 24度 統計141度2分付近において遭難 全然 ください。経力部隊<笑> <笑>とりあえす除染に救助されたプレゼント。あれ
0: Okay. Um, I think we've already kind of like talked about this a little bit, right? But Hiroshima, Nagasaki, August 8th and 13th? 6th and 9th. 6th and 9th. Yeah, I don't know. It's the eye patch. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and then the Bikini Atoll and Lucky Dragon was March. OK, yeah. This is, So, this is kind of in the cultural memory, and this has just happened, right? Like the ocean looked like it blew up, uh, is is what we see. What we see in the film, right? It's the inciting incident. It starts the plot in motion, Um, and everything kind of stems from this as a result. So, in talking about like antagonists, right? It's in a lot of ways, it's the bomb. All right, the bomb is the real antagonist, and Godzilla is just an effect from it. So, uh, nine years after the end of World War II, the bombing of Japan, right? Uh, this is a, as we kind of talked about, this is a, a tense topic, right? And it is a provocative thing to put in a movie, especially a movie that then is going to be imported stateside, right, and Americanized a year, uh, two years later. Um, the famous quote uh, post uh, Pearl Harbor which I don't know if it was really said but it definitely came from a movie Uh, you know we've awoken the sleeping giant right and talking about that is it's not Godzilla right the sleeping giant in that dialogue is America we've awakened that sleeping giant and right it filled him with this resolve and in Godzilla right we have a sleeping giant who's coming after Japan know fueled by radioactive whatever you know and here he comes Go ahead.
6: i think more so than like nature versus like with jurassic park i think we looked at nature versus nurture and how we've awakened this beast and not understanding but i think with this film understanding the context of history Mm -hmm. i think godzilla is america yeah and i think they've created this monster or, or this monster has was always there um, what they perceive to be a monster, um, and they're threatened. Yeah. And so now they're trying to defeat it.
0: Yeah. And that's
6: what I think it means. It's uh, a really good idea to
0: share, uh, because I think, I'm thinking similarly as well that, yeah, America is the, the giant green radioactive lizard. Uh, it's des- it's destroying Japan and what it once was, transforming it. Hand? Uh, yeah.
5: No, I was just, no. I think this Godzilla is a dinosaur, Yes, right? yes, yeah yeah the Zilla was the lizard yes so. yeah
0: right the iguana you see it in the very beginning of the 98 the movie iguana, as yeah. far as I know no I think so yeah and no yeah I think you got the two mixed up just saying
8: Reptiles
0: Okay, or wait. A tea for timeout. We have this theme of keep trying to like, uh, like point out like me like <laughs> 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 Uh yeah. No, no. But listen, I'm not know. attacking. I'm just it's trying to say. Job. I'm just trying yeah. to say no, I no know, because I know because I know you host. guys are young boys <laughs> and like you think that this is like. <laughs> but like I'm not. It's not a competition. Right. But ultimately. Oh, no. yes, it is. No,
5: it's <laughs> not. No, it's I not. We're
0: teenage boys. Of
5: course
0: it is. <laughs> right. And you're in a you're in a forum with also adults. This isn't high school this isn't you know we're not trying to make the cheerleader like us right so like everybody relax and breathe um, no what I had said yeah. was it awoke in the slide and he said no it actually made Godzilla it mutated him and I said no that's the 98 film where it's an iguana right, in the right. beginning um, but it's okay like <laughs> uh, yes sir sorry um, I
2: was
0: just thinking that
4: You know, I I don't know at this point if Japan was anti-nuclear weapon, because it was 1954. Yeah. I mean, in 1954, the biggest threat to Japan was Russia, Mm -hmm. not America. Mm -hmm. By the time they made this movie, they needed nuclear weapons. I think the real point of it was that America was recklessly mismanaging their nuclear program. Mm. Not that they didn't have it. I mean, Japan needed it. Mm -hmm. If the U.S. didn't have nuclear weapons, the Russians would, and Japan would be speaking Russian. Okay. So I'm sure they knew that in 1954. But I think they were thinking of it recklessly, and the eye patch guy, whose name I don't know, Sirizawa. Sirizawa, yeah, is sort of the is sort of the sensible way that science should be going, mm. because he says like this weapon should only be used once; it should be used very limited. And I shouldn't even release the technology to the rest of the world. I had mm-hmm. to kill. I literally, he literally killed himself and took his plans with him. He burned them. His boilers, yeah,
8: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that's, no, you're right. He does. So I, I don't know if it's actually
4: critical of the United States' existence or use of nuclear weapons against Japan. Mm-hmm. I mean, that may, may have been some of it, but I think this very specifically is critical of how they're doing their nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. Because nuclear weapons at this point were out of the out of the bag. And they were more essential to Japan than us. I mean, Japan's only like 15 minutes from J- from Russia. Yeah. And and also Mao's China, I guess, in 1954, too. Sure, yeah. Also had nuclear the Great weapons. Was and and, they and really there was bad blood, blood
3: too, between them. Worse mm-hmm. blood.
4: Yeah. Let's yeah. not.
3: Yeah, no, so yeah. I think, it, I think the yeah, anti-Americanism well, is more about anti-American style. Oh, that's a, you know what? I think we stumbled onto a good point. Okay, go ahead. For a really long time, Japan was like, this really imperialist power. Mm-hmm. And they were really used to just, like like I said, like before even like having decent enough technology, mm-hmm. being isolated enough, having an ocean between them, a decent enough navy, to where they could just go and mess with their neighbors and yeah. just flex. Yeah. And now they're just like on the other end of it and
0: they're just
5: like, damn, this kind of sucks. Yeah.
0: No, that's a really good it point. got too big for
5: their britches. Yeah, maybe. Something like that.
0: Yeah, and like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with The Rape of Nanking, right? Yes, but Japanese, uh, yes. yeah. That was bad. Go ahead.
6: I think, I think it's, um, I love how you said that, Imperialist, definitely. I think also, too, it's a mockery of the United States, Okay. definitely a theme. That's the googly also, eyes. Yeah, right, <laughs> the googly monster eyes. Yeah. I think also, too, this film will t- really stand the test of time because... Um, you ha- it not only deals with nature versus nurture and whatever, enemies, but it also shows the cul- just simply the cultural barriers and the difference with you know, um, language barriers. I think a lot of different cultures express themselves differently, mm-hmm. so I think you know, America's always been mocked, but I think depending on you know, um, whether you're from Brazil or whether you're from Japan, you know, they have different senses of humor, they have different ways of reaching their points, so mm-hmm. I think that this film was a clear indicator of how we're viewed okay in the 50s let alone now because this is very similar to how we're perceived now
5: yeah so. no i like that that's a good idea you Here, go ahead. on what she just said yeah, about it standing the test of time Mm-hmm. do you agree yes okay, cool. i mean it's been lasting for over 50 or 50 yeah it's 2019 years.
0: this came out in 54 who does math Oh, I'm not doing math. Oh, good. Good job. 65 six 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 six
8: um, Nice. Six Go five five ahead. Years. In a lot of
0: ways, um. Oh, no, no, let him, let him finish oh, this yeah. point. And then, yeah, you can say if something. It, if it ma-
5: it's still managing to stand the test of time, so,
0: and I think it always will, so. OK. Oh. OK, that's cool. Um, yeah, I'd like to believe that, too, because I think it's an important film in terms of film production and also, like, the message. Yeah. Uh, but you never know. It could be lost to the annals of time at some point. Yeah, go ahead. Um, this know. could
3: also, like, I mean, if you think about it in another way, on a like a certain meta pop culture level, it could be, like, mark the beginning of our love affair with Japanese culture, mm-hmm. and back and forth, like, vice versa. Like, yeah. yeah, After this, like, we Actually, posted American G.I.s there, and mm-hmm. had a big influence there, and it became, it started this sort of, cultural exchange of give us our stuff give us your stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's gone on with anime and and you know and we've given them yeah. hip hop and you know so many different things just all stemming from if you could just use this movie just as the start point of that
0: yeah. and just just go on from there that global society yeah. is born out of the relationship between the United States and Japan yeah uh, yeah, that's a really good point. Other thoughts, other questions. I think I'm losing circulation on my sc- top of my skull. <laughs> Don't die. Uh, no, it's fine. Don't I just
3: have a stroke, man. <laughs> I really, I'm
0: interested to see when I finally take the eye patch off how deep the uh, thing goes in. That's oh, <laughs> what I'm thinking about. Just sell yeah. the. Uh, any other thoughts about <laughs> United States? Yeah, I think those are really cool <laughs> perspectives because, like again, yes. I'm thinking similarly. Godzilla is this. United States analog, right, Uh, atomic beast. But I like some of the other thoughts that we're bringing up, right, the perspectives I hadn't considered. Anything else? Anything else? Yeah, go ahead.
10: Well, earlier, (coughs) before World War II, uh, I'm pretty sure you had a Russo-Japanese War. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the Sino-Japanese War. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Japan was the big bad at the time. Yeah. and then the United States came in and went, I'm sorry, let me do the Bambi versus Godzilla.
5: Yeah. Let me show you what scale is. Yeah. Size
0: does matter. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
3: Fact.
0: And uh, I mean, fat that. Boy. Fat boy,
3: what? Fat man, little
0: boy. Yeah fat, yeah, fat man, little boy were the names of the bombs yep. that were dropped. Yeah. Um, in the American version, science fails, and it's the military that's uh, kind of successful Um, in, in like, Americanized Godzilla movies, usually. I have not seen the most recent one, right? But usually they are successful in blowing it up sooner or later. Um, Bigger weapons, more weapons, right? Get creative with it. The most recent one is
3: is actually really true to... Is it? Okay. Is it worth checking out? At least not this one, but to later on when, like, kaiju becomes... Its own <laughs> yeah. genre, okay, and like, like it's actually, it's it's actually true to Mothra, mm-hmm. um, because Mothra has never actually been the bad guy in anything yeah. she's ever appeared in, okay. And spoiler alert, yeah, go ahead, she saves them, okay. In the in the new one, yeah, but okay. does she
5: still have those two tiny twin girls that sing the song. They exist. Oh, nice. Oh, no They me. they <laughs> reference <laughs> Infant
3: Island. They do all the all yeah. It's it's a love letter to kaiju, but it's that's kind of the reason why people don't get it here, and mm-hmm. probably reason why it's not making money is because it's just so entrenched in that sure. that people are just like ah, I'm just they're just like, what? Yeah, but that's, it's actually it's yeah. good. It's good. Okay, that's it's cool. Good. Well,
1: um, go ahead. Also, a lot of people like if you don't like it for the kaiju aspect, there's mm-hmm. also just the a lot of people who I call them the Hulk from Thor Ragnarok just big monster.
0: Yeah. Because,
1: yeah. I mean, it's big monsters fighting big monsters or tearing down a city or fighting things that are shooting at them. It's also
3: it's, really nice to look at. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: explosions, electrical wiring, <laughs>
3: CGI fest. Yeah, mm. it's, it's
1: literally buildings collapsing. Some yeah. people just think that that's really like aesthetically pleasing some people just like
3: that Rolling yeah. and flaps things just crumble because of the shockwave wave of uh, the that's, cool. that's cool.
0: And I mean that's the appeal of any Roland Emmerich I'm talking about Roland Emmerich a lot huh <laughs> that's the appeal of any Roland Emmerich movie uh, more or less right the disaster film genre right yeah, like, like you go in to see destruction there are so high culture kinda... films and low culture films right <laughs> Godzilla this yeah. is a low culture film this is not Existential art uh, set to moving pictures. This is uh, entertainment. This is watch buildings get destroyed. But what what interests me about like science fiction movies, low culture films primarily, right? Like two thousand and one, I guess you could say, is higher culture. But what interests me is it's a low culture, entertaining film with some like deep messages that they're like working through in the film and like. That's what makes Godzilla last for me. That's what makes these movies we've talked about last. That they're popcorn flicks w- w- with some thought that stick with you afterwards. That you can explore and theorize about. Um, I think that's really the fun of like talking about these types of movies. Definitely.
1: Well. Yeah. Yeah. There's the thing where it's like you're ta- Well, like you're thinking about like. Mm-hmm. I mean, what was it? There's the old uh, video game that they turned into the movie. Rampage. 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 Yes. Yeah. I'm in they, your
0: head. Yeah. Go they ahead. Were,
1: uh, they made Rampage, and that's just big monsters fighting yeah. big monsters.
0: Yeah, it's Godzilla, King yeah. Kong, and I don't re- ever remember it the third thing. The wolf it was man. the wolf. Wolfman. Wolfman? Okay. Of course, the wolf Wolfman. Wolfman fought yeah. Godzilla in a movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, like a fan. So, from.
1: they were having these like big things, and it's an entire like movie, and then like you have one type of person who just really loves this kind of movie the low class like low budget mm-hmm. just cgi fest yeah and then there's the kind of person who watches like the usual suspects mm-hmm. or like inside man mm-hmm. and just like analyzes the hell out of everything sure And they don't really enjoy this as much as most people do. Because they're like, wait, but this, 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 plot holes and everything. And when you actually think about it, it's just a movie just to make you say, wow, that was a good movie.
0: I mean, I think on some level, and I think movies are op- are, obje- are subjective, right? Yeah. They're open to interpretation. That's the fifth wall. You and me are sitting next to each other in a theater, having completely different experiences, right? Like taking different things away from a film. Um, and like that's fine because. I do what you're describing. Like, I'm like, oh, there's a plot hole in Roland Emlick's Godzilla. He's, his size is changing all the time. And then his eye is in the underground subway at some point. That doesn't make any sense. And yet I still can enjoy it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, it's, it's a little bit of both, definitely. Seven. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
9: I was going to say, like, um, I don't know the, the way I see it. Is I, I don't really feel like, I mean, maybe at the time, yeah. I, the way I see it with this is just kind of like a little bit higher than like the, the low culture film kind yeah. of things. It actually does have a message to say. Yeah. It does have these layers that we can, we're sitting here having a class talking uh-huh. about it. Um, and I feel like a real lower one would be like, you know, things that don't have any other message other than look, it blew up or like, like uh, just... Twenty Twelve. Sharknado. 2012. <laughs> 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 Sharknado, Sharknado. At least the
0: first one. They're doing something on purpose. Yeah. How about Idiocracy? Right. We all agree that's like a dumb comedy, right? But at the same time, like, yeah, it makes you think about the way our society's going and how like being dumb is celebrated and elevated and like that's what I mean with low culture, where there's high culture ideas. There's like deeper thoughts here and then there.
6: I think there's underlying. Thoughts and messages and every Everything. single thing that's made right. art. Art, this, all movies are art. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure all agree. Sure. But I think everything's made, but obviously you have. I like the low and high culture. I actually, that's a term I didn't even know. Oh, It's nice to learn something new. But I think, I think whoever makes films makes them differently yeah. because everybody has different ways of interpreting what's funny or what's you know awkward or. Stuff like that, but I think every film has an underlying. Mm-hmm. Even Seinfeld, which they say was made a show about, made nothing, about nothing, right? Yeah, I didn't even like Seinfeld. But I know, I know it's crazy, but you know, they say it's a show about nothing, so. It's, <clears throat> but I'm sure it had some point to it. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I like, couldn't, I couldn't vouch for that. I don't watch it. But. Yeah. Somebody
1: so. just looked at you from like heaven and
6: just said, "Oh, that's." I know. <laughs> that <laughs> person.
1: That person. Somebody on. That last and first. Star Wars. That's Sorry. okay. I'll
6: take all the heat. No, no. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> Listen, we talked a lot about the prequels last month. Uh-huh. We don't need to revisit it. Let's not go way. Go ahead. But, no, but the point
10: is, no matter how the movie is made, yeah, there is a different perception for every person. Yeah, if yeah. If you yeah. go right. and decide to look at it from a high culture, sure. versus a low culture. They don't have to have had in mind to do it. Mm-hmm. It's the perception of the viewer
0: that's going to count. for it. Yeah. yeah, and a good artist, what does it mean? What's it about? They're like, oh, I'm not going to tell you. It's because that, that intention like will ruin it for you. It's, what you're getting out of it is their intention. They want you to get something out of it. They want you to have a thought. They don't care what it is, necessarily.
10: It's, it's like saying the problem with impressionism is that none of them had glasses. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Why are they all so fuzzy?
10: Because they saw it that way. Yeah. Really? <laughs> it's terrible. Or, I mean, what is
0: it? Afternoon in the Park?
10: <laughs> hey, that's exactly Yeah, what I you could see it. Yeah. And you squint.
8: <laughs> yeah.
0: Or like Picasso. I could do that. It's like, hold my, my, my five year old could do saying? that. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah it's <laughs> totally subjective, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Um, Van Gogh. Ooh. Ooh. Speaking of cultural unconscious, before <laughs> though, If there's an anti-American undertone that is potentially in this film, right, whether intentional or not, that gets into your brain, right, whether you're conscious of it or not, and like can come out years later, can be responsible for a whole generation uh, believing something, right, versus the generation before them didn't because of movies, right. And I don't have an example. Maybe the moon landing. I don't know, right. Um, But like people watch stuff and they're like, oh, that doesn't look real. I'll, I'll think about my moon landing example more, and I'll come up. You and my dad should talk, um, right? Okay. Because he watched it on TV. All right. Re- the last tangent. He watched it on TV, right? And he's like, "A, um, it snows, and my my cable reception gets bad, and they're telling me in whatever sixty whatever like that we beamed directly from the moon. We live streamed." The other thing is, the other thing is, you watch the moon landing. the the, the lander comes down, right? The, the thing they climb down one small small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. And the camera's capturing it all. Who put the camera there if you're watching the first steps? All right, if you're watching the ship come down. Those are my dad's points, not mine. Uh, I will give you his Instagram or whatever he has. I don't know. Um, his Facebook. I think he has one of those Facebooks. Yeah, those are
3: actually better points than the whole win thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah with the flag moving? Like, nah, like, I'll, be, like, I'll just be honest with you. Like, the, the, the whole thing was just like, like, why would you go through
0: the yeah. whole action of framing it? Yeah, and 2001 looks yeah. very similar to the moon landing. It came out, what, two years beforehand. <laughs> um, uh, here and then here. Yeah, Let's not talk about the moon landing, unless it's really important to you. No. We're, we've got a half an hour left, and I've only got a couple more slides. It's I'm mad scientists. That, like, everybody's
4: saying, like, whether you get take a different perception as high culture or low culture or, mm-hmm. or somewhere in the middle yeah a movie like this is old and probably the subject of like thousands of PhD theses. like mm-hmm. this is a super famous movie yeah, I have a book called
0: Godzilla on my Mind and it's a collection of like critical essays about yeah, this and, and, and the other films
4: and I think what's interesting about this is that you could, with the movie like this you can actually go back and try to figure out what they were trying to say yeah. like it's not just that you get a perception from it like sometimes you're saying a good artist just lets it out there mm-hmm. but they definitely thought something. Yeah. They, they didn't just—they didn't just say, "Well, we're gonna make a movie about this. This is what happened, and hope nobody gets a message from it." This is the kind of movie where they kind of hope there'd be a message, and it was sort of in the middle of being a high culture and low culture at okay. the same time.
0: I could see that because the way Tokyo looks post destruction is intentional, right? Like, I—it it is very—it invokes. It's reminiscent of of the, fire the aftermath of the bombings of Hiroshima and Nag- Nagasaki. The way the ocean just blows up. Is intentional, right? It is very reminiscent of the events that happened only months earlier. Uh, So, like, yeah, like I I agree with what you're saying. Where they're they're on some level, they're using those things that are out there in the current events of the country, and they're they're playing with them. They're trying to say something, right? And I don't know, but also making a monster move. They're also making a monster movie, so they're trying to balance those two things. So people you need move. a four-quadrant appeal for a good movie, right? you got to hit all those boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you can't smart have people, dumb points. people, people in the middle, married people, young people. Yeah, yeah, you got to make it appeal to all to make as much money as possible. Other thoughts? Yes, I'm so sorry.
2: I don't think that the anti-American bias yeah. is. I, I think it's understandable. Oh, yeah. I mean hello, you just fire my country. Yeah. How, can you blame them?
0: No. <laughs> You're right. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, I have a lot of guilt, like vicariously about it, you know what I mean? Like especially with the way the United States po- tries to play world police in terms of nuclear weapons post you know like what, I don't know, seventies let's say I don't know, I wasn't alive m- yeah. much longer. But right? Um, and I'm like that's really hypocritical on yeah, some level. Right. Pot C. Kettle. Yeah, yeah hello pot this is Kettle they are both black. Yeah. Um yeah okay here and then here. Uh well
5: what maybe I'm just Go ahead. It's a safe place. I didn't really see the anti American thing yeah. in that clip. I mean, OK, that from the beginning, start. yeah. Yeah, from the beginning. I tried hard, it was really, the best I could do, yeah. I know, they must have really, they, it, it was like an undertone to because yes. I, I thought it would be
0: like, you had to be there. Yeah,
5: Yeah, I mean.
0: Yeah, no, because like, if you didn't live through it, if you're not familiar with Pacific history, um, it which could is, totally just, you pass it and not think anything of it. Which um, is one
2: of conquests, so mm-hmm. even before we got to World War II, there was a lot of, we came in and did our thing and just took over, and gee, hello, that creates a little resentment.
0: Yeah, it was what was it, Japan or China had gunpowder, but it was for fireworks. Yeah. Right. And Western Europeans saw it, and they were like, we can make this a weapon. And, and we ended up, yeah. we can make fireworks. But no. what if we fireworks make it that at aim at,
3: at people, yeah, you're right. Oh, those Crouching Tiger things are so, <laughs> so much potential. <laughs>
10: yeah. uh, and remember, here. at the same time, you still had European expansion mm-hmm. into the Far East, where you know you had uh, Vietnam and mm-hmm. uh, Laos. And who's who's the one that didn't give up? Korea? No. no. Thailand. Thailand was the one that was never taken over, or something like that. So.
0: Thailand is where what the Chinese imperial government went to, right? Post Thailand and post Post-communist communist China. It's no, Taiwan. Thank you. Okay. okay. All right, I'm the ugly well, American again, now. Again,
10: <laughs> yeah. the Europeans didn't meddle there. Right, no, you're right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just, you know, a hop, skip, and a jump from it's, India, it, it's, so, it's I mean, greed. you're right there. Yeah. Right?
2: It's greed. We want to come mm-hmm. in, steal the natural resources,
10: and, and let us subjugate not, the people. Mm-hmm. You know, let Make us not say pay. the East India Trading Company or anything
0: like mm-hmm. right that. No, no, definitely not. Nothing, nothing bad was done there, ever. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> yes?
1: But... Like, the thing is, is that Hiroshima and Nagasaki, going mm-hmm. back to them, they were actually, like, the people there weren't military people. Mm. It was actually, it was actually... Uh, Versus like,
0: Pearl Harbor, which yeah, was a Nagasaki military fixture, was yeah. was a
1: trading town. Yeah, And Hiroshima was a stockpiling place. Mm-hmm. They put all their resources there, and they had a lot of people, like a lot of civilians, yeah. move there huh. because... Thank you it was good for them. Like, there was a lot of food to go around, Mm -hmm. there was, people there were wealthy, there were good schools, there were a ton of stuff. That, it's basically the equivalent of like, I mean, like Beverly Hills or Westchester. Mm -hmm. Because Westchester, you have have, like this thing, it's the incentive that you want a good life Mm -hmm. for your family and for everybody. So you move there and everything's going good and then suddenly you have this big bad person mm-hmm. come there and kill everybody you ever knew.
0: Yeah, no you're right. So yeah.
1: it's really like, it's really the entire argument where like you say, well America had its reasons. That yeah, really. it doesn't
2: really help the people. Yeah, who it doesn't, it doesn't mm-hmm.
1: really help the fact that they killed people who had, some of them had no idea that there was even a war. Some of them had no idea, some of the civilians were actually kept like in a little shroud, like in a bubble Mm -hmm. where they thought everything was just going fine. Mm -hmm. They thought when people were shipped off to the military, they were going out to outposts, they Mm -hmm. were going for defense. And like there there were some people there where it just kind of happened and when it did happen, like they had no time to react because mm-hmm. by the time they realized, wait, everything that's been going on—that's been a war. America's mm-hmm. bombing us; they're already dead.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. Um, what happens is the United States sacrifices, if it ever existed, right, the moral high ground. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, it, there's parallels with the Blitzkrieg, right, where Germany is bombing. London in a similar way, right? But it's not atomic weapons, right? It's, it's attacking civilians. It's, there are no rules of war. It's guerrilla war, right? Um, yeah, it's something to consider, because that definitely is a part. Uh, the eye, right, behind the eye patch, is it's like the illusion is that he lost it in World War Two. Um, there's a lot of the, the father will be with your father soon. I always took that as like he was probably maybe a victim of World War II or yeah. something because otherwise, I didn't understand how the line went Other than oh your father's dead already, but like mm-hmm. why? Like so I always made that leap. Well, right? Well, yeah. It could have been then, yeah. he was one of the guys on the boats. Who, yeah. On the yeah. Boats like that's a possibility moving. as well. We'll never know. No, and we don't, because it's not really articulated, but that line always, like, yeah, it like, hit me funny, or I was like, hmm, that's yeah, a weird that's line. But Isn't that focus what the on. boat
3: represented, though? Why? I mean, yeah. like the guys there just doing their jobs, minding their business, and all of a sudden, flash, boom. Yeah. Yeah. They're
0: yeah. So done. Mm hmm. No, I like that idea. Go ahead. So you related it to the Blitzkrieg. Well, but, I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, is that they were using
0: sm- yeah. relative right. that's what i saying that's the difference yeah
1: is that the thing is is that they would fly over these like towns mm-hmm. like little tiny villages and drop bombs that could maybe like break open your roof hmm. like it wasn't i don't know i, don't, actually, I don't know if i agree with that, that. relative <laughs> to an atomic attack yeah. that would kill Entire, oh, yeah, no, this entire, is obviously worse, yeah, yeah
0: but it's not, but like, then we think, start talking about the Holocaust, right, and then we're comparing, you know, cancer of the brain to cancer of the heart, and like, they're all bad, you know, these are war crimes on a lot of ways, but history is written, written by the winners, yes. so the United States is able to maintain moral superiority in, in terms the of the textbooks, Yeah. right, uh, well, whereas, right, yeah, um, Yeah, no, that's a good point. And believe me, I'm not saying they're the same. I'm saying they both involve uh, involve attacking civilians. What's interesting is, in later films, Godzilla becomes the defender of the civilians. I also think that in this movie, Japan has to transform itself from victims to to heroes, right? Mm -hmm. They have to solve their problem. They have been made the victim, and now they need to figure out where to go next. And I think that really kind of comes to a head with Sirizawa. Um, Final thoughts about this and then mad scientists, because we have 15 minutes remaining. Final thoughts? America? World War II, a a lot of bad things happened. War is never good. Nobody wins in war. Definitely not the people who do the fighting. Maybe the governments that get rich. I don't know. Definitely Um, not the people. Definitely not the people who are fighting the innocent people. people Everyone's affected. Nuclear
1: radiation. Yeah.
0: War is really (laughs) bad. Uh Okay. Okay. Good. We've established, Um, and that's not against people in the military. Like, don't get me wrong, right? Like, I'm saying the people who make the decisions to fight a war don't do the fighting of a war, right? We do the fighting of the war and don't have a say in we should do or whatever. Yes.
1: I just remembered something. I did a project. When I was in like fourth grade, grade. Mm. fourth yeah fifth grade, okay, Um, about like this thing like the unluckiest people in the world, Mm -hmm. and I actually did it with Everett. One of the people (laughs) was this guy who had I don't know how, but he had he was living in Nagasaki Mm
8: -hmm.
1: when, because then yeah yeah he was living well he was living in one of the towns, the bomb dropped Mm -hmm. he
0: lived. Mm
1: And then he moved to the other town. Oh wow! To get a new life. Yeah. Because all of his friends, his family had been killed. Yeah. And he gets bombed again, mm-hmm. and he survived still. Mm-hmm. So think it's like the it's kind of like the elixir of life or whatever you want to call it. It's it's watching all the people around you die and realizing. You're not getting anywhere.
0: Mm-hmm. He
1: like he died in like two thousand something. Like,
0: okay. He, he
1: was he lived for a really long time.
0: What? So That's it's kind of
1: it's kind of the sad because like twice. you realize that like gone. you like if you uh, lived in a town and the entire done? town died except for you, mm-hmm. and then you moved <coughs> to another one. And they all die. You start to think it's because of yourself.
0: Maybe, yeah. I mean, like it's possible. Survivor guilt. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, and survivor guilt is a is a real thing that I'm sure that man felt, and I think on some level, it's here in this movie. It's present. Um, mad scientist. Final topic. Uh, Nineteen thirty one. If I were to do this m- film class chronologically, we would have started with Charlie Chaplin's Modern Times and then we would have watched uh, the original Frankenstein film. Uh, because I think there's a, if you look at chronologically, there's an interesting progression uh, of what's going on with technology and how we feel about it. But uh, is there anyone not familiar with the original Frankenstein? It's okay if you are. I won't judge you. It's cool. So. It's cool. It's it's worth seeing. Uh, there's a lot of interesting things that people get wrong, right? He is Henry Frankenstein, not Victor right. Frankenstein yeah. in this movie. There is no Igor. Uh, it is it's Fritz. French Fritz. Yeah? Right. Fritz, I really think, is, is, a, is the bad guy of that movie. And yeah, if we ever yeah. watch this movie, we could totally talk about him. He's because he gets what he has coming to him. Uh, and you root for his death in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah. But... Uh, there's a scene in this movie, Dr. Frankenstein becomes like pretty much the archetype of what people think of when they think of mad science. Uh, they think of pushing the limits, not listening to reason. Uh, one of the more famous scenes from this movie is it's alive, it's alive, right? What's, the God complex. Right, and what was cut from the original release of that movie is now I know what it feels like to be God. And in the released version, it's thunder over that. Mm. Um, and then you can even watch some other versions where they just they dub in a totally different line Um, but the original line is like now he knows what it's like to be God. Uh, Mary Shelley's novel Frankenstein uh, subtitle uh, modern Prometheus um, and there definitely is a uh, that myth is being contemplated there um, so same thing with Icarus, right? The idea of hubris and reaching too far. Give man um, wings and he'll fly too close to the Right. Screen. Yeah, 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 right, and it's a metaphor for like overreaching your grasp, uh, you know, oh, I'm, I'm over the, re- oh, now well, I fell. Than you can chew. Right, yeah, biting off more than you can chew, very good. Um, the line, right, dangerous, poor old man, where would we have been, or have you never wanted to do anything dangerous? Uh, where should we be if no one tried to find out what lies beyond? Without risk, there is no progress. And then he says, here I sit, one crazy man and three sane men, and in a few minutes, we will see who's more correct. And then he animates the creature, right? Um, and all kinds of things. But what I want to ask you is, why is Dr. Frankenstein a mad scientist? How does this character in some way embody fear of technology?
2: Because he scares people. The idea scares
0: people.
1: Yeah. The idea of somebody knowing how to create life and the entire thing of somebody having more power.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: As I said before, it's the entire feeling that somebody has more power than you. Mm -hmm. It scares people.
0: Yeah. Okay, I like that. We're going to go here and then there? Yeah.
3: The mad scientist is always the one who pushes the boundaries relative to the time, right? Yeah. So, like, if this is our first mad scientist he's bump, bumping up against god right mm. like back in the day there was nothing higher than god there there are so few ideas that challenge the concept of a traditional mm-hmm. higher power and this is it right like wow. yeah it's the act of creation yeah, yeah. exactly like and, and more than creation it's like creation through the byproduct of
8: death yeah
3: you know what i mean it's like like we're not just going to create like a life from nowhere. We're going to literally use what is left over from life, mm-hmm. like what death gives us and leaves behind the corpses, and we're going to start again. Like yeah, in,
0: from death. That is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, Dr. Frankenstein clarifies right. He's like, um, this creature's never lived before. You know, there's no blood in his veins. I've imbued him with the ray, not the X-ray, right, but this ray that first brought life to this planet. I found a way to harness it. He uses Tesla coils, right? Poor Tesla versus Thomas Edison right Edison oh, yeah. got to make a lot of money and and Tesla got to be props in the in the Frankenstein sure. film I'm pretty sure Edison would have wanted that the, like yeah that is Tesla wanted to give it away for free yeah and that <laughs> Edison wanted to make a profit and that's why because you know capital those those were yeah and words like like te- like Tesla
3: and Edison like you yeah. know like the idea of using Tesla and like those were like back in the day those were like Terms that people would use in parties, like oh, you know, I, I saw the Tesla coil. Oh, yeah, yeah did you? What does it look like? Yada yada yada. It's yeah. so, like going to, you know, those movies and stuff like that. You're like, oh, okay, like that was literally tapping into pop culture mm-hmm. of that
0: time period. You know, doing those things, like it's, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I think, I, Stephen, your hand was up, right? Yeah, Originally, it was, and then we'll go here. I'm sorry, I just it, skipped it was, him.
9: It's also like this fear of this going beyond the natural order of things mm. it's just like everything has you know a, a death point yeah and it's just like you're pulling that away and you don't know what's beyond that and He's bringing that forward and like
0: yeah you cross some like lines some lines are not meant like to be crossed once you go you can't go lines. back um, yeah I think that's really really important yes
1: um, like I saw a comic one time okay. uh, it, was, it was a, a guy um, and I th- yeah, I think it was like the president, or it was supposed to be some like higher figure.
8: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it was Thomas Edison and uh, Nikola Tesla. Mm-hmm. And it it was Nikola Tesla. Your product will be used to power homes all across the United States. Mm-hmm. Thomas Edison, you um, no, it was um, Thomas Edison. Your um, your light bulb uh, light bulb will be. Used in homes all around the world. Mm -hmm. Tesla. Yours will be in the background of Frankenstein movies. And then Thomas Edison says, Dang it, I wanted that.
0: Yeah. No, that's totally, like, listen, that's totally where I got my joke from. And yes, it's an episode (laughs) of Family Guy. Yeah. Um, No, and that's true. And, like, it could have gone very differently. And in a lot of ways, maybe this is a stand in for Tesla on some level at the time. Go ahead. So, like, if
7: we think about technology today, right? Yeah. I think why this. why keep going science, I guess uh, had people or what well, I guess science has people so afraid mm-hmm. is similar to what Stefan said that like it we are afraid of um, the unknown in a way like we're afraid yeah. of like if you think about it today mm-hmm. how we talk about technology and uh, the advances mm-hmm. and how people are like oh, well, well they're just gonna take all the jobs at one point. Mm-hmm. The robots rooting, are taking our jobs. Start yeah. us. Or it's gonna end up looking and it's a T two reference. It's gonna start looking like Terminator two, like where we are uh, no longer the majority in a mm-hmm. world. And I think what technology does here is where, how it, I guess, shapes a the movie and relates to today is that it's constantly changing and evolving, and yeah. we're scared and we don't know how to. Um, yes, we are creating it, but in a way we're almost creating it, and it's almost, uh, almost above us mm-hmm. in a way. Um, so, cultural fears when it comes to that is, mm-hmm. do we have control?
0: Yeah, and it's so, a paradox, right? Yeah. Like because you needed technology to make this movie, all the movies we watch, right? And yet there's that uneasiness with that, right? The dependence, <coughs> the out, the the replacement. My my theory is when the singularity does happen, right, and uh, robots or machines become self-aware we need to give them rights and let them vote or they will Terminator to us right um, and history is gonna s- says we're not going to do that we're gonna fear it and fight it and push those beings down but I think yeah just keep that in mind because we may be alive when it happens maybe and like let's let's let the robots vote okay and that won't kill us exactly um, yes I, I- I thought that was like, when I I was
4: watching this movie, and I didn't expect this at the end, Mm -hmm. don't necessarily think this was anti-science or anti-mad science. No. The main character is a scientist. Yeah. It's a super weapon. Yeah, but what does he do that's different? Well, he understands the destructive power of what he's doing, and unlike the Americans, doesn't just let it go all over the ocean and bring up giant monsters. But they do a good job, and I thought this was a really good job, of balancing that they know they need the weapon. Yeah. They did. There's no question. And he knows it too. He knows that this weapon is super important. And I think the context is 1954 was that it's a really good thing the Americans got nuclear weapons, even though. Because somebody would have had the it. the hardest thing for Japan to have said. Yeah. It's a lot better than it came to the U.S. than, say, Stalin or Hitler. Mm-hmm. Because they were both actively trying to get nuclear weapons and it, Stalin got them in 1949 and mm-hmm. Hitler would have had them by 1946 or yeah, it was so a, it was a race
0: to see who would develop it and first. So it was
4: important to develop weapons Because you're not the only person on the planet. Yeah, and they kind of got that balance exactly right they, they were like well, it's important that we have this but it's also important that we're not crazy about it and we're not just blowing up the ocean and or
0: Anything else in the world like and so that's this character ends up being so yeah And without taking risks without pushing boundaries we would be having this conversation in a cave right by firelight which sounds nice actually, but um, Like we wouldn't have any of this right like you need to push the boundaries you need to take risks right because otherwise We wouldn't get anywhere but if you don't if you don't, right? Uh, there's a way to do it. And I think Serizawa really like, kind of embodies like, Japan's response to like, America being fast and loose with their nuclear testing. Maybe not even nuclear use, right, but the testing and development of it and how they're using it um, and what it could uh, unleash. Dr. Frankenstein right, abandons his responsibility. Dr. Serizawa is willing to sacrifice his life to protect his creation from being used into a weapon. He's like, as soon as it's going to be used, everyone's going to see it, everyone's going to want it. They're going to figure it out. So even if I destroy the notes, as long as I'm alive, right, someone could find a way. I had heard that uh, scientists on the, nu- on the Manhattan Project didn't necessarily know they were developing nuclear weapons. They thought they were developing energy sources. Um, yeah.
2: Um, my yeah. Boss, one of my boss's relatives was actually a member of the Manhattan Project uh, cool. team. Oh, that's cool. And no, they were no. not told it was being used as a weapon. In fact, they were taken away from their families and sequestered. Yeah. You know, it's a d- yeah. development.
0: Yeah, OK. So like, that's kind of what I'm saying as well, where it's like, it's it, whether you, it, sometimes it gets taken out of your hands. And that personal responsibility um, is, is something that needs to go along with it. No one's saying we shouldn't do genetic engineering in Jurassic Park. They're saying, we need to be really careful. And we need to take our time, because if we rush this, dinosaurs are going to eat you. right? If we rush nuclear weapons testing and we don't think about how we're using it and where we're using it. It could cause something like this, right? It could have long-term effects that we can never reverse. Um, and I, and I think this is me segueing towards the end. So, does anybody have any final thoughts? Does anybody have any final thoughts? We have thirteen seconds left. <laughs> okay, I'll drop the bomb. Drop the bomb, Dr. Do Strangelove. Oh. <laughs> so, all right, really quick. Um, as I'm prepping for this movie last month, I'm like, you know, it would be really good because I'm thinking nuclear weapons and stuff, and I'm. And in my head, I'm like, oh, something—how to describe this movie to people for the the post LMC does, and I'm like, something about learning to love the bomb. But that's not really. And I'm like, oh, you know, it'd be great, is Doctor Strange Love. <laughs> I—we could totally do Doctor Strange Love, but we we have to wait a little bit to do Doctor Strange Love because I wouldn't want to do two nuclear movies back to back. Even though, um, I mean, as a satire, Doctor Strange Love is is saying similar oh, things. Yeah, maybe, maybe we can talk about nuclear weapons more. I don't th- just like we talked about dinosaurs, and then I waited three months to talk about another dinosaur-looking thing. Yes. Um, I'm like, okay, we should we should space it out. Um, we talked about robots in the Matrix. I think we should wait a little bit before we talk about Terminators or, or Wall-E's. Um, it doesn't mean we can't do it. Um, like. Like I said, the shining, I could make fit with what we're talking about, right, if I try. Um, so, like, we have a lot of room. I'm just trying not to, like, run out of things to talk about uh, quickly. Last chance.
9: Um, yes? With the subtitles, sometimes, if you see with the look, mm-hmm. sometimes if the L and the O are next to each other, it looks like a B. That is very true. You're right. We if we balk to tomorrow, okay, I like
0: that. Um, but keep in mind that I did a lot of cropping and stretching of these images, so that could be me also.
1: No, it was
0: in the actual movie that you sent us. Okay, all right, no, fair enough. Um, I get people who do subtitles, I give them a lot of credit. It's not, it's not easy to put in. All right, thanks for being here. Thanks for sharing your ideas. I think we did a really good job. Um, yeah, we can clap for each other, yeah. Um, I, I want to say that I made it through the whole thing with this eye patch on, and I think that's worth celebrating. Um, <laughs> take
1: it off on camera, and let's see what you look like. Sure. <laughs> um, Dina, are we raffling
0: the Godzilla toy? Oh,
1: your
0: head. Right? Like,
2: oh, my I can't.
0: Now, to be honest, He's I can't see anything right now. There's a lot of weird. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of weird light things messing with my vision. <laughs> Dina, are we raffling this thing or no? Yes. Okay. It How are we doing that? All along, Dina. Okay, Dina. Well, all right. So while we figure, I'm gonna keep the stuffed animal unless. And the like, if anyone wants the poster, talk to me about it afterwards. Um, but maybe I'll get something else for next month in terms of stuffed animal. Uh, but I was think- I was gonna raffle this off because I got it at Westchester Comic Con, and uh, I have enough like action figures as a grown man that I don't need anymore. There's nothing wrong with that. It's fine. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I, we're gonna raffle that uh, next month. I'll, I'll tell you what I wanted to do. You can tell me if you hate it or not because I'm like I said, we're in this together and I want us to have stuff we want to talk about. I also you know sometimes want us to talk about things maybe we haven't seen like this movie was. Um, next month we are not meeting the first Friday because I am on an adventure somewhere uh, of July, but what we're going to meet is July 12th, which is the second Friday, I believe. It is also uh, Dina's birthday. So if anyone wants to like go in with, on a cake with me. You know, that probably make me look good. Thanks, Greg. Middle um, All right, cool. We'll talk later. All right. I, uh, listen, I can afford a cake. They pay me in raisinets. It's fine. Um, all right. So next month, uh, being uh, July. And since I've, I, I have Roland Emmerich stuck in my head a lot, uh, this is what I was thinking. Oh, but um, yes. you could, we could that talk about so it. Uh, yeah. Are people. So, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, really Listen. acting. Listen.
3: Really Listen. acting. Listen. And he didn't do the, the song he had for this. a good this. cry in a Fresh Prince episode and then he did this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, I may mean, okay. have to you
1: I
0: have.
3: Okay. i <laughs> here.
1: <laughs>
0: Independence right. Day doesn't hold up well. I'm going to warn you if you yeah, haven't seen it recently. Yeah. I love it. It's great. It was a very influential movie in my development. Um, I remember the poster, and it was ID4. And I was like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Um, the blowing up of buildings was really cool, too. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk about all this next month, unless you, know, you want to persuade me something else. Now we're down. OK, cool. Now awesome. We're we're- and with that said, thanks for being here. We're uh, all blue. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you can pick <laughs> the one. Whoa. Don't Maybe cheat. I'm trusting. Go. Go. I'm trusting you. trusting you. What does it say? I think, I'm not sure. That's my name.
1: Oh, Aiden. Aiden. Okay.
0: Yeah, Sorry. No, Aiden does so not I, win played
1: part
0: of the A. Aiden does not win the, the stuffed animal because you Aiden lost Aiden. that bet. But here you go. <laughs> and then uh, the E looks like I don't believe it's worth any money, but they say if you take it out of the box it loses value. But I, I believe things Leave are meant to be box. played with. Exactly. Um Who makes it? I'm, I'm gonna put this up in my room somewhere. Okay, yeah. uh, every every time before the class, uh, I do a poll on and how I'm gonna be dressed, and for the last two months I've lost. Uh, if you'd like to save me and put me back in a suit, uh, vote next month, follow, Like that's my Instagram, I do it there. You don't have to vote. What are you gonna do, okay. the alien? I don't know, I so haven't far. thought that far. That I haven't bit. thought no, that a- far yet. As, uh, I'm not doing, no. I'm not doing blackface, no. That's not appropriate. Um, I would do a Randy Quaid, uh, I would do a,
3: a maybe. I, I, ha- I would have to really brainstorm about that. No, you just yes, gotta do yeah. Jeff Goldblum and go and
0: start every sentence with the. Oh, uh, uh, well, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, it's not just the us. You need weird inflections <laughs> and stuff, yeah, kind of yeah. like B fifty two guy.
5: Or the president. Yeah, you have to do the, the do
0: president. The yeah. Life finds a way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll think about it. I'll think about. It. I don't know. This <laughs> so, uh, was easy. Uh, last month was easy too because for some reason I have a Jedi outfit. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know for now. Next month, but I was thinking of like a stuffed alien, but we'll figure it out. Jumpsuit. No. This is this is my mommy's lab coat, by the way. In case uh, you're wondering, um, this is my second week where my sleeves don't fit. I mean, but hey, wear this
9: lab coat again and just be the. Yeah, dude, oh, I could be literally. data. Strangled. Yeah, yeah, no. No. yeah, yeah B- yes. Bracket yeah.
0: Bracket. Uh, I know his actual name in the movie, but not right he's now. No, Brett Spiner is his actual name. I don't know yeah, the okay, character. That's Yeah, you're right. It's Oken. Yeah, you're right. Oken. Um, and they bring him back in the second one. Uh, the second movie you just is. Just watch movies all day. He's not too different from the first movie. from 50 years, but I mean, you know. Okay. Thanks for being here. I really appreciate that you all stayed while I talked about random nonsense for the last couple of minutes, so that's cool. What do you think we do have Thanks for being here. Thank you. That's true. Uh, everybody needs a place, you know? Uh, thanks for being here. Uh, you guys are what makes this fun for me, so seriously, thank you. Um, thank you. There's no hard feelings about you guys trying to prove me wrong, by the way. Um, the eye patch was cutting off the blood to my head. Just remember, I work with T teenage boys all day for a living Uh, so I can give it back as much as you can give it to me but I don't want to I want this to be a nice happy place Um, thanks for being here I love you all have a good night